Welcome to another edition of Destination Annapolis. I'm your host, Susan Seifried, with Visit Annapolis and Anne Arundel County, and I'm happy to have as my guest today, Heather Skipper, Hospitality Sales Manager for the Naval Academy Business Services Division. Welcome, Heather. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Very excited to talk with you. The Naval Academy Business Services Division is a non-federal entity that supports the Brigade of Midshipmen with a host of their everyday needs. Can you let our listeners know why the division was created and the types of services it provides? Absolutely, Susan. So the United States Naval Academy is obviously a wonderful experience, a four-year education leading up to a military career in the Navy and the Marine Corps. The Naval Academy Business Services Division is here to support the Brigade of Midshipmen through that four-year journey. Uh, We provide the necessary supplies and gear uh, required to get our Brigade of Midshipmen ready for their commission. Uh, So everything from their uniforms to their shoes, their ribbons for their shoulder boards to everything in between. Uh, We actually operate 19 businesses within the yard, uh, providing necessary supplies to the brigade throughout those four years. Uh, We also have a wide variety of opportunities for visitors to come to visit those businesses. Uh, And I know we'll talk about uh, the whole reason why it's important to support those businesses uh, on the campus. There's some people who say the business services division looks out for the fun side of a midshipman's life. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So I like to say we're actually in the business of uh, creating the fun for the midshipmen. Uh, The proceeds from our 19 business units in the yard are donated to the morale and welfare fund. Uh, So what does that mean exactly, the Morale and Welfare Fund? That fund uh, creates opportunities to uh, purchase uh, uniforms for our club sport teams, also provides uh, funding for transportation for those teams to compete against other colleges and universities across the nation. Uh, We provide support for our cultural arts, our beautiful music program. Uh, If you ever have the opportunity to come in and uh, listen to one of our beautiful concerts. Uh, We provide support for all of those extracurricular clubs and activities that other universities would have across the nation. That's what we are here to provide in addition to all of the necessary uh, gear and uniforms uh, for our midshipmen. And you also are responsible for a lot of the food service that's provided on the yard. Can you tell our listeners about that? Yes, so in our retail dining uh, and hospitality section, uh, we provide a wide variety of dining opportunities for faculty, staff, the brigade of midshipmen, our staff in the yard here, as well as visitors to the campus. Uh, We do have the famous Dry Dock Restaurant, which is a very unique location inside one of what I believe to be one of our most beautiful buildings right at the center of the yard, Dahlgren Hall. Uh, This location provides uh, fast casual service uh, in a unique setting. Uh, There are military memorabilia and artifacts throughout the dining room uh, to catch your eye. We are also uh, able to serve a delicious, delicious variety of pizzas from that location, which are a very popular item. And I have to 
absolutely mention uh, the favorite sandwich of the day, the buff chicks, as we lovingly refer to it. It's the buffalo chicken sandwich, which is a midshipman all-time favorite. For decades, the midshipmen have loved this, this particular sandwich. And then if you go across campus, you'll find our officers club uh, in a unique setting. Again, uh, the lower level of the officers club houses our uh, more fine dining opportunity in the Alley Restaurant. And the Alley Restaurant is named for none other than one of our original bowling alleys that was located in the yard. Uh, when the restaurant was undergoing renovation and expansion several years ago, uh, during that process, the wooden floor from the bowling alley was actually recovered, portions of it. So hence the name. Uh, our chef does an amazing menu out of that restaurant. Uh, we have lunch Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then we also have a wide variety of specials with light fare and happy hour offerings in addition to dinner. Uh, and then I would be uh, missing uh, the essential part of the day if I didn't mention uh, the Navy. We love our coffee. So we have uh, grown our own 1845 coffee brand uh, across our campus. We now have two locations. The first location opened in uh, the USNA Gate 3 area, which is at the uh, end of Maryland Avenue on our campus. It's actually located in our oldest standing building on the yard. That is a beautiful example of a historic preservation project that has weaved itself into uh, everyday use today for the midshipmen, faculty, and staff. And that 1845 location uh, provides a wide variety of hot and cold caffeinated and decaf beverages, as well as uh, salads and wraps and snacks and any of the little snacks you might need to get you fueled throughout the day. And then if you go across the campus, uh, for those that have the proper credentials to go into our midshipman store, we recently unveiled after a, a multi-year expansion of the mid store, a beautiful new 1845 coffee mid store location. Uh, this is meant to be kind of a student center area, a very relaxing, comfortable place to grab a snack, a coffee. Uh, we have an expanded menu uh, in that location. And I highly recommend a visit there as well, because of course, while you're getting your coffee, you can also pick up all kinds of great items in the midshipman store if you're an eligible shopper. So one of the silver linings, so to speak, in the COVID-19 cloud is that you all had time to make some renovations on the yard, specifically to the officers club that uh, maybe you can tell our listeners about. Absolutely. So the Officers Club is a members only exclusive area in the yard, uh, closest to Gate 3 over on Maryland Avenue. It's a beautiful historic structure. On the main level, we have a beautiful catering space. That venue is completely renovated during our closure. Uh, we decided uh, we're normally very busy officers club uh, with lots of special momentous events and occasions that are constantly happening in that space, which is amazing to see all the wonderful milestones that are celebrated there. Everything from uh, wedding receptions to anniversary parties to retirements and memorials you name it, we've done it. So there's never really a good opportunity to close the doors and uh, renovate. Uh, so COVID uh, allowed us that opportunity. And 
If you've ever stepped foot into that space before, you'll know that it is a very unique space. Um, it offers a welcoming vibe from the moment you set foot. Uh, so the new space that many have not had the opportunity to quite yet see, uh, we're very excited to uh, welcome folks back, would be uh, a much lighter, um, airy concept for this space. We have all new lighting, beautiful chandeliers. Uh, we have a new artwork installation that is actually being installed very soon. Uh, all new uh, wall coverings. If you're familiar with this space, we have two beautiful sun porches on both ends of the building. Uh, both of those spaces were fully renovated with all new flooring, uh, new tin ceiling, which is adding uh, very much to the character of this space, all new beautiful uh, ceiling fans that match those spaces, new carpet. Um, there's almost Nothing that I can't mention that's not new. Uh, it's just a beautiful new furniture as well. Uh, and I very much look forward to welcoming uh, folks back in to see the new space. Um, I know I've already gotten many compliments from those who have been in the space recently. And we're actually looking forward to uh, opening those doors uh, as we move forward out of this past challenging COVID time. One of the reasons we're talking about that today is I think that more people can take advantage of what the Officers Club has to offer than I think realize. I mean, can you talk about some of the groups, maybe even sponsor families are eligible to take advantage of that space for events? Absolutely. So uh, one of the unique things about Annapolis is the Naval Academy is located right in our historic district, right? So we're very accessible to downtown and our neighbors who live just on the other sides of the walls of the Naval Academy, many of which are local families and friends of the Academy who have become sponsor families. Uh, and the sponsor program here at the Naval Academy is very much supported by the local community. And these families are eligible to become members of the uh, Officers Club, and many of which do partake in our member exclusive opportunities. Uh, our faculty and staff are also members. Um, our midshipmen are members, uh, parents of midshipmen, uh, military, retired military. There are several categories to uh, become eligible to become a member for that space. Uh, and there are a wide variety of exclusive uh, values that are added to that membership throughout the calendar year. We're excited to actually launch several new opportunities that will be exclusive in the coming calendar year for our members that we've never done before. Uh, we are picking up the steam uh, coming out of the COVID uh, challenge. And like I said about the renovation of the club, not only did we renovate the physical space, but we have worked diligently to provide new experiences behind the scenes, uh, get, getting our um, membership to a level of which uh, the value added is extraordinary. So we're excited to launch that in the coming month. Uh, we have already kicked off a few special events. Of course, we celebrated some of our recent holidays, uh, brought back some of our uh, Sunday brunches, which if you're a local and Annapolitan, you may have heard those are very popular. Uh, and we have actually explored during COVID um, the use and opportunity of the outdoor space. Uh, we've never done that before, so we have some beautiful new outdoor furniture that we have uh, built an outdoor dining 
dining area in front of the officers club. Uh, and we have also sprinkled some beautiful Adirondack chairs throughout the yard, which are my personal favorite. They're super relaxing uh, to enjoy the beautiful scenes in the yard. And so one of the things that I think is really exciting for anybody who might be listening is, I believe it's your intention and hope that the Naval Academy will open, reopen to the general public in late summer. And when you do that, my understanding is you're going to extend a lovely offer to anybody who's interested in dining at the alley. Can you tell our people a little bit about that, how they'll be able to access that in a much bigger way, at least through the end of the calendar year? Yes, so I am very optimistic that we will be marching forward uh, to opening, reopening the yard to the public in the near future, hopefully. Uh, And what that means for us, uh, for the local uh, visiting uh, crowd, but also folks who are utilizing Annapolis as the destination vacation uh, would be the exclusive opportunity to join us for dining in the officers club at this time. So our lunch service, is currently Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then with the added light fare in the afternoon with dinners on Friday, or I I apologize, on Thursday and Fridays, uh, we have been experimenting actually with a fixed menu on both Thursdays and Fridays that are very special and they're getting rave reviews. I would argue that the cuisine coming out of our kitchen in the officers club, and particularly for those special fixed menu dinners, uh, is very much on par with some of our most fine dining experiences here in Annapolis. Um, You mix that with the ambiance and charm of the officers club, and I would not miss out on that opportunity if I were a local or a visitor. Right, and so the great benefit is typically locals just couldn't come on the yard and enjoy dinner at the alley. That was something that you had to be a club member to enjoy. So this window of opportunity through the end of the calendar year is is very exciting for all the reasons that you say. Yes. And then we'll be obviously very excited to encourage folks that try out our location uh, to become members in the future. Of course, Uh, we are really picking up steam. Uh, You know, one of the challenges across the nation that we're all aware of is that especially in retail dining. Uh, Staffing has been a concern uh, and it's kind of slowly getting back to where we need to be, uh, but we do appreciate all of our patrons' patience with our new staff. Uh, You know, some of our members uh, of the Officers Club have been with us for decades and they have their favorite staff members uh, and some have moved on and some have returned. Uh, We're excited to see everyone's face a full face without the mask again, of course, in those spaces. Uh, But we do appreciate all the feedback that we're getting as we start to slowly pick up the pace in that area. Um, I'm very excited for the future. I think it's it's a bright future ahead for us Um, and a great opportunity for folks, like you said, Susan, who have never had the opportunity to have a evening meal in the officers club to really uh, take take it as a an opportunity to try something new and different, uh, and I can almost guarantee they'll be pleased with the result. Well, one of the great things at this moment in time, as we speak, is that the Naval Academy is open for tours that are pre-scheduled in advance at this moment in time. And so, can you explain a little bit about how that works right now? Yes. So, um, as of just a few weeks ago, we were approved to. Uh, start to begin to take reservations for private guided tours. 
Uh, the phone has been ringing off the hook. I uh, haven't even had time to advertise, so that's the good news. Obviously, uh, folks are clamoring to uh, see this unique space that we call the yard here at the Naval Academy. Uh, so the arrangement essentially is that uh, we are offering uh, for those that would like to make a reservation in advance uh, to pick one of our set tour times. We are operating seven days a week, so we're here almost every day. Uh, we are here normally uh, business hours, nine to five. And of course, there are special uh, credentials that you'll need, uh, but we escort all of our reserved uh, clients for tours through the Visitor Access Center with a photo ID, such as a driver's license that's current, or a U.S. passport would be absolutely um, essential to go through security. Uh, the tour itself is about 90 minutes. It's a very unique look at a walk through the day in the life of a current midshipman. Uh, so we talk about what they spend their, their days uh, focused on between academics and the physical, moral, and mental uh, characteristics and traits that we work to build into the four-year journey here at the Naval Academy. Uh, we also focus on our founding of the Naval Academy. So believe it or not, during COVID, we celebrated 175 years of history. So now technically we're in 176th year uh, celebrating our past and moving forward. Uh, so there's a lot to cover in that 90 minutes, but we have, I'd argue, one of the most scenic campuses in the United States. Uh, you know, there are those that say we have a thousand Kodak moments on our tour, and that's a very true statement. Since we are in a post-COVID stage, um, many of our sites are outside in the fresh air on our beautiful campus, uh, but we are approved to go inside our main chapel and the crypt of John Paul Jones, which by far is the most popular location on the tour to physically witness the beauty of the architecture inside and out of that space. Uh, and if you're lucky enough and happen to walk in the door of the chapel just at the right moment, you'll catch our world famous organist, Mr. Monty Maxwell, who has been with us for decades at the Academy. And he may just be practicing on the amazing organ inside and you're, you're in for a treat. Well, talking about the Naval Academy Chapel and talking about Kodak moments, the dome is just beautifully unfolding as this new elegant copper-colored dome. Can you talk a little bit about what's happening that way? Yes. Yeah, so uh, if you're local to Annapolis, you've known that we have a, a beautiful dome skyline between the Chapel Dome and the State House Dome in downtown Annapolis. In fact, some of our local uh, tour companies always refer to the domes and the spires of Annapolis. And it's very true. They're iconic to our city and our academy. And so our dome on top of the chapel underwent a multi-year renovation most recently. And literally, Susan, as you know, uh, being a local, uh, if you look up into the sky towards the academy right now, and if it happens to be even a slightly sunny day, you will see a beautiful reflection coming off of the dome. All of the pieces have been intricately replaced completely. So we now have 
a completely different looking dome. It will take uh, several years for it to actually patina into its green state that we're all used to. So if you were a visitor in Annapolis uh, for the last several decades and you bought a postcard that featured the dome, it was always green. Well, now we have more of a brown kind of tan look. I think it'll take a little bit getting used to for us locals, but it is a beautiful new replacement that uh, is um, by the minute um, being finished and completed, I would venture to guess it will be completed very soon. Much of the scaffolding for the project itself has come down most recently as of this past week or so. Uh, and the very unique part of this is that um, there were those in the academy that felt there are so many connections, personal connections to our chapel. And how would it be, how special would it be to create mementos um, made from pieces and artifacts of the original dome? So uh, a vendor had been secured by our alumni association to do exactly that. They have created mementos and jewelry and bookends and all kinds of unique keepsakes um, to produce pieces of that dome into those items. Uh, and also, I would mention on our tour, we have a new exhibit at the rear of the chapel that features two cases with history about our dome, artifacts and pieces of the actual green dome that we know so well. Uh, those have actually just been revealed uh, in a new exhibit area at the back of the chapel that uh, we obviously uh, talk about on our tour. So it's time for everybody to come back into Annapolis and get that updated photo of the Naval Academy Chapel Dome, because all of your other pictures of the dome right now are a part of history and, and you want to be contemporary and get the new look as well. So that's an invitation to all of our listeners who are out there. You had talked a little bit earlier in the conversation about the tours and how they're available at certain times. You have a gem tour as well, an electric vehicle that will take people around the yard that's somewhat new. It was relatively new before we went into COVID. Can you explain how that works? Yes. So we have two gem cars actually available for our driving tour. Uh, this is a very uh, wonderful option for those that have actually um, any kind of accessibility challenge or are just not up for the walk in general. But then also, I would argue they're a great option for families who have children of all ages. We also cater to those who have been to the academy before, but that would like to see more square footage of the campus. As I mentioned before, we have a beautiful campus that's waterfront to both the Chesapeake Bay, the City Dock area downtown, and the Severn River. So no matter what location you are in the yard, if you're in our gem tour, you're going to be close to a beautiful waterfront view. Um, the ideal locations that are included in that actual tour that are off the beaten path that are not along our walking tour route would be uh, over on the other side of the campus. We like to refer to it as our air park. Uh, our air park actually was dedicated shortly before COVID 
uh, named for Ellison, uh, one of our original naval aviators here at the Naval Academy. And there's a beautiful historic uh, plaque dedicated to that uh, gentleman and that area where we have uh, life-size real jets on display. Uh, we actually have uh, a fairly new paint job that happened right before COVID on one of our jets, uh, named for one of our former superintendents. His nickname was Slapshot. Uh, so I highly recommend that particular driving tour because it actually gets you up close and personal to the aircraft itself. It's also a great Kodak moment. And then when you come across the other side of the campus, we have some notable graduates that have been laid to rest in our beautiful waterfront cemetery along the Severn River. Senator McCain's grave is facing Severn River. And again, very uh, accessible along the route of our GEM driving tour. I would also mention that our GEM tours are very eco-friendly. They're battery operated and we plug them into the wall every night to charge. Here at the Naval Academy, we're very respectful of our environment and we're always looking for ways to conserve, reuse and recycle. So these two vehicles are very much an ode to that. Uh, we have several certified drivers for these vehicles. So they're operating again, seven days a week uh, and you can make a reservation with us directly. Uh, our tour hotline is actually uh, very easy to remember, 410-293-TOUR, which is also 410-293-8687. And then that would point you uh, to further information on our website at nabsd.com. And there's a whole section for visitors and the activities that they would have access to here at the Academy. You mentioned the new exhibit at the Naval Academy Chapel, which makes me think of the Naval Academy Museum. What's been happening there during COVID? So we have had a closure at Preble Hall, which is our beautiful museum space off of Maryland Avenue at the center of the yard. Uh, uh, we were able to open, uh, our friends at the museum open during commissioning week, and now they're going to be open again for our induction days coming up soon. Uh, and then hopefully uh, when we open the yard to the general public, they'll be able to support their normal schedule, which is more like normal nine to five business hours. Uh, the museum itself is an outstanding display of the founding of the Naval Academy, Naval heritage and history in general. Uh, my favorite exhibit is on the second deck. Uh, the second deck towards the back of the exhibit hall, there's a section that features the bone ships. The bone ships were actually handcrafted by prisoners of war. These bone ships are an amazing piece of art. It is hard for your mind to fathom the detail that went into these handcrafted displays. But in general, the entire second deck has an amazing display of ship models with such intricate design and detail. You could spend hours in there. It's a lot of fun for folks of all ages. Uh, and I have to mention that we always have um, temporary exhibits on display that come and go throughout the year. And we have a beautiful display uh, from one of our graduates, uh, Kristen Kronick, who has a beautiful art display of her artwork, uh, capturing classic signature moments of her time at the Academy uh, from her fond memories of her journey through the four years here. 
we are so much um, in love with our artwork that we actually have added some of that for our new installation of art into our officers club as well. And I do know that even though the doors of the museum might not quite be open yet, uh, you can visit our museum online and get to a link for our, our virtual exhibit experience for both our permanent and temporary collections. So coming out of COVID and looking at a new academic year, plebes coming on the yard this year may not have had a chance to tour the yard in advance of their admission. What will induction day look like for them? So we're very excited to have a very uh, normal type of induction day. Uh, normally, this would occur on one day, as we re lovingly refer to it as I-Day. Uh, but we're actually doing two I-Days this year. The first day will be the first half of the incoming freshman class. They are referred to as plebes. So in total, we have about 1,200 plebes reporting, so about 600 the first day. When they arrive, their parents and family drop them off in front of our alumni hall. Uh, inside alumni hall is an amazing amount of, of staff from NABSD, our division, to support uh, issuing them their necessary supplies and gear. So each plebe will follow a yellow line that is miles and miles long throughout that building, taking them through over 20 stations where they have various responsibilities to uh, complete each station before moving to the next one. So if you can imagine a huge assembly line, essentially, where the plebe comes in and, and you know, it's okay. They're a little bit nervous. This is a big day for them, a big commitment come in, they follow that line and they're told just to stay on that line until they have all of their gear. So at every stop, they're given something different. Or for example, the shoe stop, they're, they step up on a platform and have their feet measured appropriately for their athletic uh, gear that they'll need throughout the summer for their physical challenges. They'll go to the next station, it might be socks, it might be, um, PT gear, as we refer to their physical um, gear that they wear to exercise and work out in. Uh, and by the time they get to the very end, they have a sea bag full of items that will be necessary for their summer experience with us. Um, so it's an exciting time. We also are very excited to roll out the red carpet to our incoming plea parents. These are families that come from all over the nation. Uh, and Many of them, as you mentioned, Susan, have never had the opportunity to set foot on the yard before. Uh, more than normal have not set a foot on the yard due to their recent COVID closures. So we're actually um, ready to give tours to those family members. And some of the plebes are actually booking reservations for our historical tour before their I-Day in the next couple of uh, days or so leading up to this so that they have the opportunity, opportunity to actually see where they'll be living for the next four years. Um, that's a little abnormal. You know, usually we have candidates who come up through the ranks in high school and do our candidate visit programs and our summer seminar programs in person, but all of those have been virtual. So this is a unique opportunity for these students as they, many of them have never been here. Uh, so we're gearing up for that. We're very excited to support. And if you can think about 1,200 students coming in over the course of 48 hours, 
there's a lot of gear that goes along with that. So our business services unit uh, or division uh, is a logistics professional team of folks that uh, can do this um, year over year with great precision. It's an amazing feat. Many people actually don't realize that the Naval Academy Business Services Division uh, participates in a a travel campus program for lodging. Uh, we have several local hotels and downtown historic bed and breakfast locations that are charming and unique, uh, just outside steps from the academy, and also in the region, the greater region of Annapolis and the surrounding county. Uh, and so on our NABSD website, we provide that lodging link. And for those that choose to use that link directly, a portion of the proceeds from those bookings goes back again again, to the Morale and Welfare Fund to benefit the brigade. So I always like to share that little tidbit. We love to partner with our local community business providers. Uh, and one thing I haven't mentioned today is our approved business partners. Uh, if you visit our homepage, uh, nabsd.com, scroll down to the very bottom. If you ever wonder uh, what types of community relations and partners we have, you could click on our approved business partner page. Um, our Brigade of Midshipmen actually utilize a lot of our local resources here in the community, uh, and many of our local business friends have uh, become very big supporters of their needs, everything from photography uh, to food, food services, transportation providers, um, musicians, uh, DJs, all kinds of support activities that uh, the Brigade of Midshipmen require here in their four years. And then even when they come back for milestone events for their weddings or parties or celebrations, uh, many of those local business providers really are key to helping us support those activities. So we're pleased to have those prominently featured on our NABSD site. What can our listeners do to help the Naval Academy Business Services Division in its efforts? Are we unknowingly helping you just by going to the visitor center and taking a tour or eating at the alley restaurant or doing buying things at the visitor center, tapping into all of those great things? Are we helping and we don't even know it? Absolutely. So you are actually already providing wonderful examples of how you're paying it back to our future military leaders here at the Naval Academy. Most folks don't actually realize when they spend that uh, dollar on that uh, soda at the coffee shop or that uh, $5 on a fancy gourmet cup or uh, buy Build-A-Goat stuffed animal in our gift shop, that those proceeds uh, and profits are going back to the brigade. And I would highly encourage folks who are living in the Maryland uh, region or uh, nearby counties to think about joining our, our frequent uh, Maryland program over here at the Visitor Center. Uh, the first tour that you purchase, uh, if you show your Maryland driver's license, will give you a membership card for free. And every time you come back to the visitor center to purchase a tour and bring guests with you, you will then be free yourself with your membership card. So a nice little benefit um, to uh, encourage those uh, folks who live nearby to bring their visiting family and relatives and friends when they visit Annapolis. Uh, and also too, I would like to say that we'd love to let everyone know that 
uh, yes, we have walls around our yard uh, for security and safety reasons. And we're, we are a working military installation, but at the end of the day, we're very welcoming uh, to visitors and encourage everyone to come take a look at what we have to offer here in the yard from tours to shopping to dining uh, and just taking it all in. It's a beautiful campus. Uh, and there are a lot of folks that actually bring their families uh, who have potential candidates who wind up becoming very interested in the application process to become a midshipman themselves. Uh, and you'd be surprised at how many uh, high school students that we take on tour that we then later in just a few short years after that witness the transition into becoming a midshipman with the brigade, several of which have come back to the visitor center and re-engage with our certified tour guides to say, thank you. You made quite the impression on our admissions tour and the process became so much easier walking them through. And our tour guides just love to see that transition, obviously, when they uh, successfully go through the process and become a part of our brigade. Heather, you've certainly given us a wonderful overview of what the Naval Academy Business Services Division does. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? that I haven't asked you? I would just like to encourage everyone to know that, as I said before, uh, we're a very welcoming community. We have some of the best and the brightest in the nation uh, as part of our brigade of midshipmen. And I would encourage you to uh, visit often and enjoy the unique opportunities that the Academy brings to the city of Annapolis. And we look forward to your visit soon. Well, thank you again, Heather, for joining me today. And thank you for giving us a glimpse of what goes on behind the scenes to add to the enjoyment of a midshipman's experience at the Naval Academy and for letting our listeners know how all of us can play a role in supporting the Brigade of Midshipmen. My guest has been Heather Skipper, Hospitality Sales Manager for the Naval Academy Business Services Division. Until next time, I'm Susan Seifried with Visit Annapolis and Anne Arundel County for Destination Annapolis. Destination Annapolis.